Hello and welcome to Live Action Rebels, our Ahsoka after show breakdown here on ExplosionNetwork.com. My name's Dylan Blight and joining me to discuss this week's episode, Asher Hobley. Hey Dylan, excited to be here and uh, take a trip to the past. Yep, a very smoky, foggy uh, past. Yeah, things were unclear. Mm, Things were very unclear. And yet... Clearer than they've ever been. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week's episode was titled Shadow Warrior. It was written by Dave Filoni again, and it was directed by Dave Filoni in his uh, return for this this season. This is the, the second of second episode that he's directed for this season. Um, What did you think? This is the one that they stuck in cinemas in some places around America. Yeah, so expectations, reasonably high, if they're mm. sticking this in cinemas, like... Uh, you're expecting people to... Well, no, I don't think I actually charge people. I think they just have it in cinemas. I did that. Oh, that's all right. If they didn't From charge memory, people, I can't remember. You just had to sign in with your... Scan you just have to sign in with your Disney Plus account. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, yeah, I thought it was really good. Obviously, I don't have as much of attachment. Like, it didn't... I probably didn't pop as hard for, like, Clone Wars era moments. Uh, but, you know, as someone kind of... Old, sort of familiar, or like clearly, it, it there was enough there to latch on to. Um, and yeah, it, it's you know, we had lightsaber battles, we had Darth Vader glimpses, and then uh, Ahsoka gets eaten by a whale 10 out of 10. Yeah, it, um, <laughs> I mean, if anything, I guess this episode kind of just feels like, and, and um, especially pairing it with the chucking in the cinemas thing, like. Filoni preparing for his silver screen debut, I guess, with the the movie, the what they say, the New Republic movie, or whatever the fuck we're we're calling that, or the crossover event thing, whatever we're the doing. The crossover like, event that we all expect is thrown the movie, the or yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, so I guess like this has big scale. Um, Chucking Cinema is trying to give him that like testing of it which is funny because like he's t- technically like <laughs> he's tested the water before with um, an animated yep. movie and it bombed so <laughs> did he make the animated the I first mean one, he was right? inv- he was involved yeah like I, I, I mean, actually can't remember if he um, directed the actual movie but well, let me double check if I, I actually don't remember if he directed it or not doesn't oh fuck hold on where do I find the movie of course it takes me to the TV show Clone Wars Where's the movie? Um, oh, here we go. Yep. All the way down. It was directed by Dave Flanny. There you go. See? There you go. Yep. That was in cinemas. He didn't write it. it. was directed by him. has a 35 meta score. So. Yep. Bombed it straight into a cartoon network show. Um. And for the better, ultimately for the better. Yeah. <laughs> it all worked out in the end. It all worked out in the end. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take the wins or the losses that one. Um, I enjoyed this episode, obviously, as a huge Clone Wars fan. I, I really, I, I feel like if you're a Clone Wars fan, you're just going to like this episode full stop. I don't think it's a particularly great episode of like television out, outside of that. Like it hits all the marks for me personally, but like when I, when, like, so I jump on Twitter Obviously, X, whatever the fuck. I jump on social media after watching it, and I see people raving saying this is the best episode of Star Wars television, right? I see a lot of tweets saying these sorts of things. I'm like, this doesn't touch 
the third best episode, fourth best episode of Andor. I'm sorry, but like, I can say I love this. Yeah. Right? I'm just going to get that away. I love it, this. It just tickles no. a different part of your brain. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely, tick. this definitely ticks and tickles all my, like, this does a lot of just fun things that, and look, the Clone Wars show, like, I like Star Wars growing up. Right, mm. I, like everyone. I don't. This is the thing where people go, "I'm a Star Wars fan." I'm like, "Who the fuck isn't really?" Like, everyone watches Star Wars, right? You know, you know when you meet someone who's like, "I've never watched one." You're like, "Cool, you're one of a hundred people. Good for you." You know, um, most people watched a form of Star Wars growing up, the movies or whatever. So it's like saying I like Star Wars wasn't mind blowing, but the Clone Wars TV show definitely like cemented me more into like the fandom side, right? So, and the Clone Wars TV show is. All sorts of hits and misses and wins, like all over the place. But this just feels like a big, big scale ticking a lot of boxes for that. And it's obviously, I don't want to say fan servicey because I definitely feel like the, the story here is worth telling. And it doesn't feel like bringing in Anakin is solely for fan service. And it doesn't feel like the flashback stuff was done solely for fan service. But it's definitely, as you're saying, you're like, I'm not a huge fan of this thing. So. You know that it's probably tickling, tickling my my fancy more, yeah. which it was to a degree. Because I, I put put this out there, I seeing Anakin and Ahsoka for the first time in live action, like young Ahsoka. Um, it's like Clone Wars period time stuff, um, flashback stuff. Seeing all that, I'm like the chemistry between the girl and Hayden Christensen was. Are you gonna? Ariana Greenblatt. Okay, there you who go. played young Ahsoka, who people would probably most known now young as the girl Nebula from or whatever. Well, she played young Gamora in Infinity War, oh, but she was it, yeah. she was in the Barbie movie. She was the Oh, daughter. was she the the main one that like chucks things in there yeah. or whatever? Okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, so like I thought the chemistry between them was good and everything, and that's the part I enjoyed the most, was it sounded like Anakin Ahsoka, like dialogue. And delivery, like so, what was on the page and what was being said was all ticks. And there was definitely a couple moments there where, if you freeze frame it, and you can like, the, like you just screenshot some of these these things. I'm like, that's a cool wallpaper. But in motion, I did not like the flashback stuff simply because it. To, I feel like in in dire need to cover up the the de aging stuff, and it does look a lot better this episode. Um, because they're mostly covered in smoke and fog and it helps cover that stuff up. But I'm like, I don't remember any episode of Clone Wars looking at this. <laughs> you know, like, and then they jump to the Siege of Mandalore and I'm going, nah, I don't recall looking like this either. <laughs> you know, like it's just. <laughs> well, yeah, because that was animated. <laughs> yeah. Like an anime is colors are all different and stuff like that. So. I oh, know it's just that was that's the one thing that sort of annoyed me. I'm like this this fucking volume shot garbage that was the the background of these. But scenes. it's on I'm purpose like, this, because it's you know it's a it's purpose it's to cover world up the in fucking... between worlds. You know yeah, it's not actually real. It's not actual reality. It's a vision. You you can you can make that the story reason, but the real reason is just to, so they can cover up the the special effects. Yeah, well, I'm sure to a certain extent there's a stylistic element to it with all the smoke and, like, uh, you know, it allows you to have those kind of shots where it flickers between Anakin and Darth Vader without mm. it being... That would play really weird if it was super realistic. 
Uh, and it does look cool with like in the background and distance, you see the, the laser shots coming through and that through the smoke. Um, so I didn't take too much of an issue of it. My thing is, what was the point? Well, what, what was the overall purpose of this interaction other than yes. fan service? So my, I've, I've had time to, cause I had the exact same thought pro like as soon as Ahsoka got out of this whole thing, hmm. my first thought too was, I don't understand what the, the point was. Like, I, I don't understand what the lesson was. The more, the, in the hours that have passed, because you only just watched this, right? I, yep. I watched it this morning. Maybe like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So I've had the whole day basically to try and think about this. Um, I think it was solely just, I think it is as simple as it was just supposed to be like implying that she had giving herself into that she would become her master was the point mm. that I took. And the the whole thing was that she just the idea that she she could choose to do what she wants. Like it's it's a I don't know. It's I took it as she's supposed to get more in touch with that side of her that would make her own destiny. You know, the Ahsoka who walked mm. away from the Jedi Order, the this sort of stuff. Because initially, when the conversation starts with Anakin, it's this whole stuff. You know, after the jokes and stuff, and there was a funny part there where you know he's like. You look old. And I'm like, it's actually, I saw someone, um, I saw someone say and point out, and I guess I didn't double check their math, but I trust them, um, which is apparently the Ahsoka's actually older now in that scene than Anakin was when he died as Vader. So there you go. Like she's supposed to be like 47 and he died when he was like 45. Is the, that something kinda, like that. Yeah. It's, it's hard to believe because of the way that he looked when the mask comes off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, even if you think back, just to, to double back for a uh, quick second, well, when seeing in live action the child, like, child soldier thing, I think that the, my favorite my favorite scene was not only the lightsaber, lightsaber fighting and stuff, it was just her holding the, the hand of the, the clone trooper and stuff. And because yeah. the Clone Wars show does a very good job at, like, painting this, um, getting Ahsoka's relationship with all them up, um, that by the time you come to the finale and they all turn on her, it's like distressing. It's really dis- distraughting mm. episode and stuff like that. Yeah. But like the show, the animated series, because it was made for kids and also that's animated, you never really understood how weird it would be to see a girl who's like 10 charging into battle. Like, you know, you leading. picture these things like, yeah, leading into battle and never mind the fact that Anakin's like, I think 1920 as well. Like he's not even old. Like he's, he's still barely an adult. Yeah. Um, and I think seeing that in live action sort of helps put that a little bit more into perspective, but yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I think it, was, the less- yeah it was kind of interesting him, them kind of delving to the idea that Ahsoka has been, was really trained more as a soldier than a Jedi. Yeah. And, like, and it's, that's, that's the issue that she was brought into this world fighting and she kept fighting and then mm. she had to keep fighting. And now she's kind of in this peace period. And she, I don't know if she necessarily knew what her place was. Mm. Okay. And it's, um, it's, yeah, it's just something, I guess that's never really, touched on at all like child child soldiers what they do or the, the, the way he, like the way Anakin puts it like you know I was trained by Obi-Wan as a 
uh, Jedi as a, you know, we were the keepers of peace. And now I'm training you as my Padawan. And I'm training you to be a soldier. So, um, and it sort of helps counteract because I do see people after every episode, a lot of the, the haters of the show, I guess, if you want to call them that, whatever. But the, the critiques, a lot of them seem to be around um, Ahsoka lacking a personality, like as an adult like all the arm crossing and the, the stuff like that, which isn't any different to how she acted in Rebels to be, to, if you've watched her in Rebels. Um, and it sort of makes more sense when you, when you go back and think about it. It's like, well, how would an adult who was brought up in a war and then all of her people died, like, would they be a super fun lover? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, <laughs> what, would their, what would that personality be like for someone like that? And the answer is, probably like that stoic and you know not not super light or fun like mm. they they want her to be like she was people want her to be as as fun and lighthearted as she was during the clone wars with anakin and stuff but she hasn't been like that since the clone wars she wasn't like that in rebels and she's certainly not like it now and it's, it why would she be like after everything that's happened to to her through her life so none none of that all that makes perfect sense to me um, but yeah, back to the, I guess, the, yeah, the lesson I just took as her, I think that was a lesson. I think as, as much as that is, and I, I think, I don't know if we'll see more payoff towards that as like a personality change. You do see some, somewhat of it, I guess, as she makes her decision to chase after the Pergils, Pergils, um, space whales and, um, just get eaten by a space whale. And then that's how the episode yep. ends, obviously. So I think that like sort of making my own like trusting more and just, you know, I'm, I don't know. Just, just she's leaving more in yourself. She's, uh, living a little. Mm, she's living a little, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. The, the, all the other stuff I don't really need answers to either. I'll put out there straight away. I don't know if it bothered you. Like, why was she in the world between worlds? Like, all of that stuff. I don't really care, to be honest. It doesn't, doesn't I mean, bother I just me. assume she needed she needed to be yeah it's like it's like trying to go it's like if we go back and watch empire strikes back and do i need an explanation i mean for all we know every single time one of the jedi like have a near-death experience they go there yeah but that we also know that that planet is like a weird planet attuned to something so for all we know she could have literally fallen she's in the water for a very long time so i mean yeah so (laughs) But that, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's, it's like going and watching Empire Strikes Back and asking for an explanation, a full explanation as to what is that part of the forest where Luke goes into and f- fights Vader and, you know, like, can mm. someone explain that to me? It's like, you don't need an a- answer. It's just Yoda says, go there. So Luke does. Yep. It's a memorable scene from there the movie. places. That- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's just, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like, there's just places and things. So I, I don't need answers to that. Yeah. Um, how do you feel with the the pacing of the first half between cutting backwards and forwards between uh, Hera and Co, and then going back and forth between the you know you'd get a scene of uh, Anakin and Ahsoka fighting, fighting, and he'd cut back to Hera and so forth, so forth. Did you did you did you mind that or no? I didn't have any issues. Did you? No, I was just wondering. I no, yeah. Miss, but, yeah, no. Obviously, you know, I'm sure people would be like, "Oh, I just want more Ahsoka." Yeah, Anakin. Um, but clearly, you know, they're building up the Hera plot and the Jason uh, stuff, and like searching for Ahsoka. So, I mean, no, it, I like it, all that. You when know, the one... ultimate aim is to rescue Ahsoka, yeah, uh, 
it all like played out as it should have. One key reason I liked that stuff. Do you want to know, guess what it is? I don't know why it looks they said Jason. His name. <laughs> the one character who'd never been <laughs> who we never saw interact with yeah. him. Said his name. Yeah. yeah. Here's Red. He used to be a thing called Kane and Jarus. Oh yeah, there you go. Well, Carson's like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I like, yeah, I like that reaction of like, oh, his, his, his father was a, he's a Jedi called Kane Jarrus, and he, he's probably got similar skills. Carson's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, just fucking yell, yeah, fly my ship. Right, whatever. whatever. <laughs> like, just let me do the thing. I'll just fly on this mission again. <laughs> yeah, just sweep whatever. around until we run out of fuel. Yep. <laughs> until like, my ship crashes into the ground and I die of fucking in the ocean. Cool. Let's just do that, Hera. Good job, General. Yeah, I've already lost two people on this mission. It's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> How many more do you want me to lose for you? Fucker. <laughs> that was good. Um, I enjoyed all that. I enjoyed, I mean, the other thing is it's the first time we actually see, and I don't know how more they're going to build upon that. I assume they will because it'd be weird not to, to be honest. But, um, the, it's the first time we see Jason is obviously force sensitive. So, uh huh. So, I mean, not surprising. See, I mean, I was part of me was surprised that Hera didn't ask Ahsoka if, you know, he needs to train him or something, you know? It's like, no, the first thing Sabine. Yeah, well, I wouldn't trust Ahsoka. <laughs> She's meant to, not meant to be there. Right? I mean, how many other, how many other Jedi are there? Yeah, true. I guess there's one. <laughs> um, at this point, yeah, if there's one other. Who? Luke. Oh, true. <laughs> Completely forgot about forget him. about him. You yeah. know, he's dead to me. Um, <laughs> and Ezra, I guess. Um. Hopefully, maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> and who who knows? Maybe even um old mate from the games. <laughs> we don't know what happens to him. Yeah. Wait for that. Wait to carry that character forward to, to that. Um Yeah, I liked all the I liked the, I I, didn't, I liked all the stuff cutting back to Hera just because you got to actually see more of her re- rebellious side come out. I, I you know. Just get, yeah, just get away from the... this new republic. Like get away from that shit. Yeah, she's not really vibing with the new, new Republic. No. You know, she's not That's not really the lifestyle I think she's looking for. No. You know? Um although one of my favorite moments is uh when they first find Hu Yang. Uh and he's got uh Sabine's helmet and she's like, they just never listen to me. He's mm. like very sad. Very sad robot. Yeah, sad. Yeah, he's a very emotive, which I think is more than we've seen from a lot of droids in. It's his age. Yeah. Older, the older a droid gets, the more he's a real grow. boy. Yeah, he's a real boy. That's true. Yeah. I'm a real boy now. Um, yeah. I also like this with Jason. He's like, can you show him the show ship? I've been on a ship before. Have you ever been, so been on a Jedi ship? Ooh, let me show you the training room. You have a training room? Can you show me a train? No. <laughs> you see, do you know how to build lightsabers? Yes. Can you teach me how to build a lightsaber? No. <laughs> Good shit. Um, yeah. Also, the part in the background I also liked with Chopper, where it was like, hey, mom, um, Chopper's picked up a thing here. Oh, Chopper wants you to go lower. How low? Really low. <laughs> it's just, it's good shit. Yeah, pretty um, yeah, so then we get to obviously get towards the end of the episode. Um, when a so uh, when Ahsoka wakes up from her nap or her one day rotation sleep, uh, she interesting to point out here is she now visually when she decides to put on the the gray white cloak thing or whatever, 
Um, looking more visually Beige. like, <laughs> yeah, looking more visually like she appears at the end of Rebels. So, because the thing is, I don't know if like Filoni's just retconning his own um, like stuff, which is fine. Because the, the the way she appears at the end of Rebels when she comes to pick up uh, Sabine, she's got a stick. She's got a white cloak with a hoodie on. She's giving off, mm. and people for years have been give, like calling her like a soak of the white and all this stuff because it gives off very like Gandalf vibes yep. and, and stuff like that. Um, she w- has not been presented like this in the show. I was just like, it's fine. Like that's that's the scene where she comes to pick her up in episode one or whatever. But they just changed her outfit. Whatever, it's fine. It's not a big deal. But now I am wondering if Floney's like sort of like. I've got more time. I'm going to build up this Ahsoka the White character. Maybe it is Lord of the Rings inspired and we don't know, which would make more sense because it's like she literally just died basically and now she's come back and now she's picking up this more. So now she's like Ahsoka the White. You know what I mean? Like if you want to go down that mm. that route of relating it to Lord so of the Rings. So what, she really drowned? Cool. Is what was <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. So, um, but yeah, then we go up and talk to some space whales. So visually very cool, I thought. Yeah. Um, All the stuff. Definitely, stuff, definitely cool. wish I could have watched it. That's the stuff where I'm like, this would look really cool on big screen, you know, the cinema screen, yeah. the, the, the space whale stuff. Um, I thought it looked really, really good, uh, especially just the shot of like her standing out there. And just there's a lot of little things I liked here, like just her, her talking or like getting, well, she doesn't even talk to her. She just gets a feeling is the thing, I guess. Um, and then she... Um, just the, the fact she's like, go park in its mouth. And then when he young is like, well, get inside. And at first, like she has a look on her face of like, oh, I was going to stay out here. Like, Probably not a great idea. If you know, the whale opens its mouth slightly and yeah. gets sucked into vacuum of space. Yeah. I mean, you don't know. Now, let me, I've seen a lot of conjecture around this online in the past week and even today after this this episode yeah let's because this is the thing start this is the first time in star wars uh where these things have happened so star wars starts it says a long time ago galaxy far far away right so all of star wars has taken place in one galaxy now the place where ezra and thrawn are is a different galaxy and where Asuka is presumably going at the end of the episode is another galaxy. This will be the first time that Star Wars ever travels outside of the long time ago in a galaxy, that a galaxy, right? The quote Star Wars galaxy. The Star Wars galaxy, right? So people have started, and I'm just like, why? Why do you have to like overcomplicate and overthink things and try and make things? People have been like, oh, it's another galaxy. So there'll be another Ahsoka there and there'll be like time travel, you know, like all these, like, it's the thing. I'm like, we didn't say alternate, yeah, we didn't say alternate reality. It's just another fucking galaxy, right? It's like, like they come in Earth. Watch, that's what's happening. Just watch fucking yeah, ex- exactly. Like our our Earth is in a galaxy, right? Star Wars is in a different galaxy. So technically, if they wanted to make Earth canon, yes, they could travel to Earth. But I, I was just like, I don't understand. Like, it's it's a very it's a. It's definitely like a. Oh shoot! Is it doing it? Moment like going to another galaxy in Star Wars because I'm all for it because it just opens up so many the universe. Yeah, it opens up. I mean, the Star Wars universe is Not already that there. Wasn't already huge. And well, no. The problem was the the problem was wasn't that the galaxy wasn't big enough. It's that they chose to not use it 
appropriately within their movies and TV mm. shows, and they would introduce all these cool other planets and things and whatever and then else. Come and back to the same spin-offs, and then come back to the same fucking sand planet a million times <laughs> over and over and over. And you'd be like, for fuck's sake, how small is this galaxy? I know it's bigger. So maybe opening up another galaxy helps that. Um, but I would love to see, like, I was thinking about it um, when you think because in Mass Effect. It's like they have all these other galaxies and they travel between them through um, like mass relay towers and stuff like yep. that, you know, like stuff. I would love if like to, to build maybe like if, if Star Wars wants to go down any sort of route like that, I'm, I'm not even against it to, to be completely honest. Like I, I don't mind if, if you want to expand the galaxy, it's like fuck it at this stage. Because at the moment, I do feel like if we're going to stay in the one galaxy, these are incapable of the, like this galaxy is not big enough, apparently. For you to have any sort of like creative, well, they've vision. blown up like half the planets. So, <laughs> so fucking hell, you know. They're like, oh, we're doing a spin-off show. Where should we set it? Well, probably between episodes four and five. And what place should be on Tatooine? All right. Well, how about something else? Well, how about between six and seven? Yes. Okay. Getting better. Where's the Sev? Bandle. Jakku. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking stop it i can't wait for next week they're gonna come out of this fucking so. whale's mouth and it's gonna be a fucking sand planet still <laughs> oh, i'm gonna kill someone sand's just going. everywhere yeah oh, jesus christ but no it's different it's different it's different maybe it's a different <laughs> maybe it's a beach planet yeah beach planet yeah great fucking hoorah yeah great. how shit's that but i mean that's i i do think it's worth like I think that's the part that a lot of people... So the people who are, are noticing this, this like that they're going to another galaxy, are completely not, like, completely over-reacting to what it. it is. And then I think there's another side of people watching the show who don't actually realize, or maybe aren't even thinking... I don't even know if you'd probably like, thought about yeah. it. Like, the fact that they're going to another galaxy and what that actually means. Like that's, You're going to uncharted space. Yeah, they've, they've never done that. Like, that's not a thing that Star Wars has done. Like, it, the whole... And I think the reason has been because it's like, well... A well, I mean, technically, they have gone outside of the... You know, at the end of episode nine, where yes, they go true. over weather, planet. Yeah, yeah. Old yeah. mate. Is that? Yeah, that's... I think that's supposed to be... I don't actually know. I would have to go back, and I don't want to. I'm not sure if they <laughs> implied it's either another galaxy or it's just a very hard-to-reach location within in the outer rim or something that's like yeah. not properly charted on maps because it mm. could be either so yeah um yeah jumping to another galaxy is crazy so um yeah i don't know what else anything else i missed i don't, I don't know i did love carson's interaction with the uh the general or commander captain oh yeah and just uh you know evoking old mate uh poe poe yeah, yeah just uh it's just, you know, I'm here to do the mission. I've got to wait until it's He starts, he starts like so well. He's like, oh, you're breaking up there. And he's like, oh, stretch, this, stretch out this bit as far as I can. And then, oh, I can't tell you the mission. You don't have right uh, clearance. Classification. Yeah. Classification. <laughs> and then uh, it just cracks. You know, I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. She's got to like, like, if you don't do that, you may be stripped up your rank in his face of like, all right, yeah, then, I'll tell you. You ain't going to believe me. <laughs> And you get that beautiful scene of all the whales coming through. And then yeah. just, they don't seem to be moving very quickly at all. The whale, <laughs> like, take the emergency ship. missions. And yeah. then it's the whales, like, right next to the ship. Yep. Now, whales go fast when they get them, when they get yep. them moving. Yeah. Very cool to see, though. It's like, I also liked how, <laughs> that just reminded me, the part where Jason's like, now, is this a story you told, Mom, about how 
Ezra got obliterated by whales. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's like so, yes, yes. I'm sure dear. she re- she uh she changed the story like yeah. to make it yes, dear. And the bad guys don't forget the bad guys. Part. They got obliterated. As they got fun. obliterated too. So it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't for nothing. Saved us all. Saved us all. Yeah. Um, but no, um, I yeah. As again, I I think that the part I would say honestly, the there's two parts of this episode for me. I've got the first half, which is just hitting that side of my brain that's Clone Wars super fan, and just like it's it's tickling that, and I'm getting joy out of it. I know there's a million problems, like <laughs> like everything involved in that, and I know it's just like sort of, but I'm like, all right, I accept it. All right, you're tickling my fan ser- my my fan service needs over here. The stuff I did like the most, uh, uh, then in the second half of the episode, um, by the all the whale stuff, I really enjoyed that last like sort of ten minutes. It really felt like a a lead up to a, a cliffhanger where you're like, "Wow, some like shit's happening." Like it was like it, it, to me at least, it, I was like, "Wow, like another galaxy." It really like sort of hit me as the especially just the cut to blank right as the the hyperspace kicks in. You know, like hmm. where the fuck are they going? You know, like it, it just it does feel like a cool cliffhanger. Mm. Yeah. Any any last thoughts before we wrap up this week? Uh, no. Rex was they had live action Rex. I don't know if they had live action Rex. Yeah, yeah, they did. I mean, they're all clones. We've had. (laughs) I mean, it was it was credited as Rex. (laughs) Yeah, it was credited as Rex. Yeah. Uh, I know. Did the the Mandalore clone armor look like they look like they were Death Watch? Death Watch. Yeah, because it's Siege of Mandalore. So okay, so accurate. Yeah, apart from the smoke and the yeah, with, I'm pretty sure yeah, the smoke yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. You just didn't see it at the time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. Um, yeah, throw next I know. week. I mean, maybe. there's a moment of like Anakin. He's had the yellow eyes. Then he closes his eyes for a second. Like he gives the longest stare without blinking, and mm. then he blinks, and then it's. His blue eyes come back. I mean, that was a little really good performance from Hayden Christensen. Is my yeah. last. I'll say. I think he did really good with everything. Else. He he because he, he's not doing him right. Is the thing he he's he's a, not doing he's his acting, performance. He's no, acting on the based on the Clone he's, Wars. He's acting on two performances that aren't his, which is the interesting thing. He's doing Matt uh Latner Latner whatever his last name. Yeah, he's doing his version of Anakin during all the during all the Clone Wars sort of stuff. Like, he's got the Clone Wars costume on. He never wore that. Like, that's from the animated series. Like, all that sort of stuff. He's saying snips and all these things he's never had to say in his life. Um, so all that stuff is great. And then on the other side, when he comes back in as the the evil Anakin, he's not actually talking like evil Anakin from, like, turning to Revenge Dark Side Episode 3. Yeah. He's talking more like Darth Vader. Like, in mm. particular, what's he say? Um, your conviction or, no, was it? You lack conviction. You lack conviction. That's Darth Vader. Right, that is mm. that's a Darth Vader line. So he he's speaking as both versions of the character he's never played yeah. as, and I think he did a really good job at. at I wish both. there was a more obvious message or lesson to learn from it. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yes, I don't know if it's like a thing. Maybe in retrospect, by the end of the season, we can. Yeah, or maybe we see know. him again. I don't know. Don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I can't doubt it at this stage. To be honest, I feel like that was it, which I'm fine with. I don't. I don't need more. It was good. Yeah, everything in this episode is better than everything he did in um, Obi Wan. Now, see at the end of the the season, you know, Force Ghost Annie can come and see her. You know, maybe. So you're a two true Jedi master now. <laughs> You've learned all you needed to learn. Mm. 
I mean, I, I think at this stage, I'm just like, surely we're just accepting that, like, the series ends with, like, I think they're going to spend the next couple episodes in the other galaxy. And then yeah. the series ends with Thrawn making then his way back to. Back, yeah. I think that's how it plays out, right? That's. You'd assume so. And then it's, oh shit, Thrawn's here. Or. Continued. <laughs> wild. Wild prediction that would be sort of cool, I guess, would be like so they spend the next couple of episodes there, but end of the season, or even before the end of the season, like penultimate or anything like that, it's like Fraun Fraun fucks off, Ahsoka and Sabina left there. Mm. You know? That could be a thing. Don't know. But yeah, Fraun next Let's week I'll assume too. You have to go back. And presumably it won't just be them. Presumably because it'd be really Presumably, weird to announce you've cast Ezra. Ezra just for a hologram. <laughs> Presumably, yeah, yeah. Ezra will also be there helping them. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, all right. Thank you for joining us this week on Live Action Rebels. Live Action Clone Wars this week, I guess. Uh, very much. Thank you. I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Check out all the other stuff on ExplosionUp.com. Of course, we'll be back here next week to talk about the... What do we have left? Three episodes. Three episodes left of the yeah. season. So, um, a slogan for the... The show doesn't really work to sign you off anymore. So. Well, you know, we still want her to say his name. All right. We want her to say his name. Goodbye.